You're listening to a Richwood Church podcast. The disciples were afraid. Jesus was talking to them about his departure. He would be going to the Father, and as far as they knew, everything they believed was in shattered on the floor, and their security blanket had been pulled out from under them. They had to be wondering, what are we going to do now? And it's similar for you and me. Our security blanket has been pulled out from under us. And here we are now in this COVID-19 era, and everything is different. It has stolen fun times and familiar times, and it has stolen meaningful things from us. And it's easy to become afraid. So the question then is, How do we find hope in a season of fear? And the answer is, turn to Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is offering peace even in a pandemic. And you can have peace that will conquer fear when you lean into, when you embrace, when you receive peace from Jesus that only he can give. Now we can only imagine what was going on in that upper room with these men. They had to be absolutely terrified. And so Jesus was ministering to their hearts and their souls. He wanted them to conquer fear. And that's where we're going in our time together. And so if you have a Bible, if you have an iPhone, if you have an iPad open, if you would, to the book of John chapter 14, beginning in verse 27. This section of scripture, John 14, is known as the upper room discourse. This is where Jesus was doing his teaching about his time that would be coming, where he would go to the cross, where he would be leaving them and ascending to his father. But they didn't really understand And so he loved these men so much that he offered them the kind of peace that only he can give. Now, if you look at chapter 14, it begins the way our verse reads. Chapter 1 in verse 14 is, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. And now in 27, this same theme begins to reemerge. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You'll remember that last week we dealt with anxiety. And the Apostle Paul in the book of Philippians drew us to prayer as a way to commune with God and as a way to heal our troubled souls. And now the issue is fear. And Jesus is offering his peace to you so that even as life changes drastically, you can thrive in this season of time. And so here he is with his disciples, and they had to be asking, how do we do this? And maybe that's what you're asking too. How do I receive this peace from Jesus. Well, first, even in this season of uncertainty, 
you can remember that the peace of Christ, which conquers fear, is not of this world. It is not of this world. You cannot find it in this world. Now, the word, the word peace is the Jewish word, shalom, and it's either a hello or a goodbye, depending on how you use it. Here, Jesus is using it as a farewell. He knew that he'd be leaving. He wanted his disciples to have peace. But it's so important to understand that it's not of this world because this world cannot offer this kind of peace. This world is full of bitterness and hatred and division and envy. We live in a political world and peace cannot exist in that environment. The peace that Jesus offers you is a peace that only he can give because he is the one that went to the cross and gave himself as a sacrifice for sin. So you can have peace no matter what your circumstances because in a relationship with Jesus, you are forgiven of sin. And so this peace is something completely different. It's supernatural. It's not of this world. And the second thing to remember is this. The peace of Christ which conquers fear originates with Him. It comes from Him. It is His thing. If you look at the wording here in this verse, the peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. It's completely from Jesus. And so you can trust this peace. And it comes because it was hewn on a cross of wood. It was soaked in the blood of the Savior. And the peace comes directly from Him. In order to conquer fear, you can't rely on a political party. You can't rely on a politician. Ideologies don't bring peace. Theological systems don't bring peace. Particular religions don't conquer fear. In fact, many of them create fear. The only peace that lasts, the only way that we can deal with fear is to receive the peace that Jesus is offering because he originated it because of his work on the cross. Now, this is really interesting because the people in Jerusalem wouldn't have been expecting peace to come this way. After all, the Romans kept the peace, but they did it through suppression. They did it through military might. And so all of those who were waiting for Messiah thought it would be strength on strength, sword on sword. But instead, what did they get? They got an innocent man who was unjustly accused, who went to the cross to make sacrifice for sin so that he could become sin for us. So this wasn't about power. It wasn't about a, a government overthrow, a war. No, this peace was won through sacrifice. And that's why we can trust this peace that comes from him. He originated, and 
it conquers death for all time. I love what the author of Hebrews wrote in 2, 14 and 15. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. And so this work that Jesus did on the cross eliminates the sting and the power of death. We will die physically and we will miss our loved ones, but at the end of the day, we will live on with Christ if you have a relationship with him. And so when we run into times like this, it doesn't have to scare us away because we are walking with our eternal Savior. This is the kind of peace that originates with Jesus. And on the cross of Calvary, he created this eternal statement that that nothing would ever be the same again. And when he went to the cross, he died and and forgave sins forever, and you cannot defeat that. It stands, it is victorious. That's what Jesus is offering. And so believers in Jesus Christ can can face down a season like this and not be captive to fear. That doesn't mean you're not going to be afraid. Of course you're going to be afraid. When life turns upside down, you can't watch a body being lifted into a freezer truck in New York without shivers going up and down your spine course you're going to be afraid. But what Jesus is offering here is peace that will cause you to avoid being entrapped by the fear. And there's a big difference. And you can do that. You can conquer that fear by understanding that this peace is not of this world. You cannot find it in this world. You have to find it in Christ. It originates with him. And so it's real, and it lasts. And now if you look at the second half of verse 27, we see the Lord's reassuring words that can help you navigate even the most harrowing of times. And this is so special. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Man, that's that's so poignant for now, isn't it? And here's what Jesus is doing with his disciples. He's inaugurating a new kingdom. He's telling them that things are going to change. I'm leaving, but I am sending you someone to help you. So here's the next point I want to make about this peace, and that is the peace of Christ which conquers fear is characteristic of his kingdom. And his kingdom is real and it's it's, it's even in your heart. If you're a believer, this kingdom reigns in the hearts of his children. And so he told his men, I'm going to send you a helper. And I'm going to send this, this helper to you because I have to leave. But this helper will counsel you and comfort you. And this helper will lead you to me. And of course, that helper is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is 
a key player in the kingdom of Christ because he is fully God. He is a person. And if you are a believer in Christ, he is with you right now. Jesus talked to his men about this in John 14, 16, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. And then the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 3, 17, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And then the Apostle Paul again in Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. This is what the Holy Spirit brings into our lives. This is what Jesus gave you in order to navigate this world in times like COVID-19. The Holy Spirit is with you. He will never leave you. You are empowered. You have wisdom because of the Holy Spirit. And this is what Jesus' new kingdom is like. It's very much of a, an already but not yet proposition. The kingdom of Christ is now. It's in our hearts. But it also has this future dimension to it. This eschatological dimension where we can look ahead to the things that are still to come. And we can see that there's more waiting for us than we have right now. And so there's a tremendous amount of hope in the kingdom of Christ. And what Jesus is doing is he's He's offering you a place in this kingdom. He's offering you a place where you can find peace even when the world has turned absolutely upside down. And the reason that he can offer you this is because he is the savior of the world who came to die on a cross, to pay the penalty for sin. And then he rose again. And all of those who believe in him will have eternal life. And so you can live with this idea that, wow, things are hard right now. And yes, Jesus is with me right now. But whatever happens, I know there's something waiting for me that's so much better. And that brings peace. And that alleviates fear and anxiety. And we need that so desperately. Because when you turn the television on, all you see is grim statistic after grim statistic. You, you read a blog and you see experts and they're all predicting something different and they're all new experts on everything and they're telling you the economy is going to crash and this thing's going to last for two years. Well, of course you're going to be afraid. You drive by the, a restaurant or a store that once gave you great joy and it's closed. You have no idea when it's going to open. You're at home trying to homeschool your your kids and you're trying to work there and you're all cramped in the spot and of course you're going to be unnerved and that's totally okay i read a quote this week by bill gates the co-founder of microsoft and it was it was a frightening quote he said this coronavirus is the once in a century pathogen that we've all been worried about think like Yikes, that's a, that's a pick-me-up. Of course you're going to feel off. Of course you're going to feel like, I described it to a friend of mine this week as walking through water. Just everything's harder. But what Jesus is saying 
Yes, you're going to feel these human emotions, but I can give you something that the world can't give. I can give you peace that will overcome fear. So you don't have to live in fear. You can conquer fear. Because this new kingdom is a kingdom of peace. This new kingdom is not of this world. It is the kingdom of Christ. And in this kingdom is the Holy Spirit that can help you walk through all of these difficulties that we face. Because very frankly, we don't know how long this is going to last. And so the question really becomes, are you waiting for it to end? Are you going to go back to your life as normal? Or are you going to take this opportunity to re-examine who you are in Christ? Re-examine your relationship with God. Now is the time to do that. And so Jesus can, can help you to avoid being entrapped by fear. And, and in this context, John 14 Jesus is telling the disciples that he's going to be leaving them. And here's why it's so important that we understand and trust Jesus is because the disciples were forced at that moment to either believe him or not. And they had no idea what the future held. They had no idea that Jesus was about to go to the cross. He would be on the cross in a few hours, that he was going to give himself to death, that he would rise again, and then he would ascend to his father. They had no idea that was going to happen. He had told them they didn't understand. They, they didn't really understand that they were going to be the ones that built the church, that, that Jesus was going to send them out to spread the gospel, and that they would become the apostles, powerful, powerful leaders. They didn't know that. And they had been asking Jesus, can we come with you? Where are you going? We want to come with you. And they didn't know that, yes, they would go with Jesus. It would be in death that one day they would be reunited with Jesus. They, they couldn't have known any of that. But, you see, that's why Jesus could confidently say to them, peace I leave with you. Not the, the peace that the world gives. No, let not your hearts be troubled. Don't be afraid. Trust me. And I believe one of the things that God is doing in this COVID-19 era for people that believe in Jesus Christ, like you and me, is he's calling us to a deeper level of trust. He's calling us out of this religiosity that we've built in our churches, and he's calling us into a discipleship relationship where we are willing to give everything to him. That's exactly what he was asking the disciples to do. But they didn't know the future. They just had to live on trust. I look back on my own life, and I, I couldn't have seen all of the things that happened in my life. I, I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but I can look back and I can see how God, during the good times and the bad times, has always been faithful. And I bet you can do the same. And when you look at these markers in your life where you've hit a rough spot and then God was there, then your faith begins to build up. And so one of the things I would encourage you to do is if you're struggling right now with your faith, just jot some notes. This is what God has done for me. And then let that encourage you. So Jesus is with his disciples and the timeless truth is that we learn from this and he is saying it to you through the word of God. And I know that this COVID-19 era is difficult. I know it's stolen a lot of things from you. 
It's been disappointing in a lot of respects. It is scary. It does cause anxiety. But the question really then becomes, what do we do in this season of fear? And what Jesus is calling you to do, what the Word of God is calling you to do, what I want to call you to do is turn to Jesus and receive peace from Jesus because he's the only one that can give it. So I'd love to pray for you. Lord God, I pray for each person that's listening and watching And I pray for this precious flock at Ridgewood Church, and I just pray, God, that you would shepherd each individual, each family through this pandemic. And God, I pray that you would impress upon us the importance of faith and just being willing to receive the peace that you're offering and not to try to run and get it from other places, not to try to create it, but just to receive it. And we thank you so much for this peace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks again for being with us. May God bless you. Thank you for joining us on the Ridgewood Church Podcast. For more faith-based resources or information about Ridgewood Church, visit us at myrwc.org.